This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This episode is brought to you by Extreme Home Makeover Bushcraft Edition. If your home is falling apart, suffering from disrepair, broken windows, leaky faucets, toilets that won't flush, then consider a complete makeover. Bushcraft experts will demolish your home in a matter of hours and then rebuild a shelter from the rubble. It's a 100% recycled home material made into a shelter that is just plain sufficient. Check them out at backpackingblisters.com. Hello, hello everybody. This is Derek and with me today is the only man who will use pine needles as not only toothpicks, but also a nose cleaner in reverse order. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. That's a real hack, using pine needles as toothpicks. Are you serious? People have done that before. That's, that's My legit. Bad. Just do it before you do mm, your nose. Questionable. Please. Welcome to the Backpacking Blisters Podcast. Everybody with me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man who never panics in the Canadian wilderness unless he sees one grizzly stalking mm. him. That's the bare minimum. Oh, <sighs> Uh, is... Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Speaking of Canadian wilderness, we've got a Canadian bushcraft expert with us, Joe Robinette. Yeah. A million, million and a half followers, Carl. Is that uh, more than that? More is that than intimidating that. to you? Uh, I don't think so. Is that, that's intimidating for intimidating you. Intimidating to talk to me. You feel nervous? I feel like you feel nervous just seeing that number. You're like, I don't. I can see you shaking under your table. Under the table. <laughs> and uh, it's it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling about this interview? I'm feeling good. He's a how good... would you how would you rank your interview? How would you rank okay. it? Okay, so what Derek's alluding to is that so yeah, so the interviews happen and we're just introducing it at this point. Uh, I'm gonna rate it like how it went, and not because of me, just because he's an awesome mm. dude. Is a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Okay, but not because of me. So he's a ten out of yeah, ten. He... You were like two out of ten. I'm always I'm always like yeah, borderline one or two. But he was he was super good. fun to talk to and. Uh, how would you rate it? You listened to it. Uh, he was funny. He was great. Uh, very personable. He was. He kept he kept the flow going in your struggle. No, actually, you did a good job. You guys, you guys seemed like you. <laughs> I was struggling to get the flow going. That's he awesome. picked up your low self esteem very well. Uh, no, he. People sense that immediately. Exactly. No, I think I, I actually got the vibe. If you guys went on a trip, you guys could maybe have some fun. That's what I got. Okay, I've got a response to that because we did talk about it. Yes. Trip. A different yes. kind of trip. So we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards yep. for sure. So, But this is, without a doubt, one of our top guests of all yep. time. This is one of my favorite conversations we've had on the show of all time, I would say. You're not just saying that because of the million and a half followers? No, I'm saying I'm actually counting all the conversations you and I've had too. So including all those, oh, he's one of those favorite ones. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's good. Was the conversation so good because you failed to make this one? Probably. Probably. I, well, I don't know. I mean, ouch. That could, was mean. That's not very nice. That's not very nice, Carl. Sorry. It could have been an 11 out of 10 if I was there. I'm just saying. That's true. No, it's always better when you're there. I'll ask you afterwards on, on the flip side what I missed, what you would have said or asked afterwards. How about that? All right. It's fair. 
All right, before we get to that, we got our Bible verse of the episode, Proverbs 24, 27. Prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field, and after that, build your house. Mm. So, Derek, mm. are you a good builder? Prepper? Prepper? That sounds very, uh, you got to be careful when you use that word. Um, Intentionally. Yeah, are there more doomsday preppers in your neck of the woods or my neck of the woods? I want to say it's more like oh. south states. I'm totally assuming here. It's got to be my neck of the woods. But I feel like the more east you go, the more there are. Is that? I think the fair? more remote you go. So, and I'm not remote, but I'm close to areas that would be considered just, yeah, not, not necessarily, I don't know. Like I'm within like a 20 minute drive of, of people that would consider themselves living, living off the grid for sure. Yeah. Cause we don't, to be fair, like California, we don't have room for bunkers here. There's not a lot of room for bunkers. We don't have basements. There's, there's a ton no, of room. What are you talking about? On, on a property? Like what if you live in an apartment complex? There's no bunker room there. You feel like Colorado doesn't have apartments is what you're saying. I feel like Colorado has more open space that you can just just walk on. And California has a ton of open space. <laughs> that was a dumb answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I know what you're saying. People, people here just don't care. Like my interpretation is preppers want to get away from government interference with things, right? Yeah. And California is the top state for government interference. Correct. So, so we're not, there's no, yeah. so I think there's more in my neck. That being said, I don't know of anybody that's into that stuff. You don't know an official prepper? No, but I kind of want to. Maybe we need to find yeah, one. Yeah. If you're a prepper at that, please reach out. We, we, we want to, man, maybe we could have him on the show. We should, okay, let's have a prepper on the show. Let's do that. Let's get a prepper on the show. I've seen some TV shows where they have like years worth of meat and food in their bunker. Yeah. And yeah. Just snarly. We'll ask him. Okay. We'll get him on the show. Yeah. That doesn't relate to this conversation, though. No. Okay, let's get let's, let's swing it on back. All right, we got Joe Robinette coming up right now. Do it. With me today is one of the most famous wilderness experts of all time, Joe Robinette. How's it going, Joe? Good, man. Thank you so much for, for joining the show, taking the time. Seriously, like this is our honor to have you on our show, so thank you. Oh, very nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, I mean, you're a, you're a big, at this point, like you're just a major big time influencer on TV, on YouTube. If you could take us back a little bit, like who, who was your biggest outdoor, outdoor inspiration back in the day? Uh, there'd be a couple, but like, if I had to pick one, it'd be Les Stroud, Survivor Man. He's a fellow Ontarian, you know what I mean? And, uh, one of the first guys that I saw that was doing it, that opened my eyes that it could be potentially something that I could do. Okay. All right, so I was going to ask you about this later, but let, let's just jump into this. So you shared, I, I've heard this, if you don't mind sharing the story, like he was your inspiration, and then you like haphazardly met him one time. Do you yeah, mind sharing was, that story? Yeah, of course. No, it was awesome, man. I had done my first like bushcraft uh, course in person ever. It was when I was living in Huntsville. Huntsville okay. is like uh, a couple hours north of Toronto for people who don't know. Okay. And um, I knew Les Stroud lived around or whatever, but I got back from that bushcraft course. My wife and I were like, oh, we haven't seen each other in a couple of days. Let's go to Blockbuster. When Blockbuster was a thing. Yeah, just a couple of years yeah. ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> Aging us a bit. Right. Uh, yeah, so we go there and my wife comes back to me like red face, just like Les Stroud's two hours over. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I had to go talk to him, right? So right. I go up and I didn't want to just be like another guy like, oh, hi, Les Stroud. <laughs> and I, uh, a couple, a couple years ago, I had written them cause I was like a, like, I'm like fanboy of all fanboys, right? I had okay. written a, written him a letter, a handwritten letter. Cause again, like it's, it's a long time ago, right? You didn't really email people too much. Right. Right. Like, uh, right. and, uh, he had written me back actually from Africa with a, a signed poster and everything, which I thought was super cool. And, uh, Wait, so oh, I don't it. think I knew that. So he had like a, like, okay. What's the poster of, is it like, it's like him in like that hot air balloon, Okay. Uh, episode whatever and just kind of signed right on it was like uh, you know like not too big but about that big okay it wasn't like him flexing like shirt like torn i would have uh i would have i would have led with that for sure but no <laughs> i would have got that frame you can see that behind me right now no. okay. i don't think I, I don't think i'd put that up in my house like, i don't care if i'm a fan but i'd be like yeah i kind of want your shirt on not like sweat glistening that's kind of <laughs> Okay, so he had sent that to you from Africa, which from I imagine, Africa. yeah. Well, he was shooting, right? Right. So Africa to Canada, I'm guessing like the, the, the postage chances of success are pretty low. The fact that it made it's awesome, and the cost probably pretty high. So it, right. it meant it meant even more, right? I was stoked. Um, so I led with that, and I was like, 
dude, you sent me a letter from Africa one time. He looks at me, he's like, I did. I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You leave the whole spiel. He's like, yeah, man, I maybe wrote back like two people. I was like, oh. sweet. So I was one of those guys. Yeah. And then we just uh, sat there and talked for a while. And he said, I'm having a book signing uh, at the, it was called like the bookcase or something. Right. Um, in a couple of days. So I went there and, and chatted him up for a while there too. Give him a little extra little note I wrote for him. And that was it for a really long time. But uh, we actually got in contact again maybe last year. And yeah. um, exchanged a few emails and stuff. Wait, did he reach out to you this time? We know we said... <laughs> Uh, uh, we were both at an outdoor adventure show and, okay. uh, yeah, he was promoting his, uh, new survivor man VR thing and, uh, went up and talked to him and I, I, I yeah, we had a good little chat and, uh, he's like, Oh, we'll have to do something together. I was like, man, doll, you know, and doll, wait, 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 did he know, did he, does he know, like, did he recognize you? So we, it, this came full circle, man. Like, um, one of the TV shows I shot for, Actually, both TV shows. Uh, sorry, one of the TV shows I shot, and then another another uh, pilot I shot that hasn't gotten promoted yet was with his old film crew. Okay, okay. So okay. he was on his own for the most part, but he had a B roll crew, right? Right, right. So I, I got to know Les Stroud's Survivorman's film crew, then they were shooting a film, a film, uh, a show with me. They were my film crew That's for like crazy man half a year. It was yeah. nuts. So it was like this full circle thing for me. I felt really good about it. Right. But I got to, I got to know them pretty well, and then so when when I saw him there, I was like, dude, like uh, blah blah blah. And he said, oh, weird. And we kind of he didn't recognize me like that. I, I yeah. would love to say that he did, but he didn't. And okay. uh, but we it took him a second. So, but he said, you're the guy that was with my film crew, not you're the guy from Blockbuster Video. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you're the, not you're the guy who wrote me a love letter. Type right, right. Thing. Yeah. Okay, so are you suggesting in sort of like this roundabout way that so he sort of passed his film crew on to you, you've been on TV, I'm now having this conversation with you, am I due for like my own film crew? Am I going to make a, a show? <laughs> well, it, I'm, not, I'm not a fortune teller, but... Okay, no. okay. I Yeah, that's so funny. I got I got a backstory. This is not about me. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> you haven't like met Bear Grylls at like a Toys R Us by any chance, have you? Is that, is that part of your story, Reptor? No, but uh, no, I haven't, right. no. You know, if I was British, maybe. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if they have Toys R Us over there, if they even have them, but anyway. <laughs> like, uh, Binzo Fun, bin, Binzo Joy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, there's like a 50% chance that's like a real thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to any Brits. Oh, or... uh, that's hilarious. No, I love that. Over the years, people have gone to your YouTube channel. Like I mentioned, they've seen you on TV, been on the Alone TV show, which is like getting increasingly popular. Yeah. But they followed you. They've sub subscribed to you. Like, what's what's the biggest connection point? Do you think who are you connecting with the most? What's your audience? It's just normal people. Like, it's they not like crazy adventurer people. Okay. They don't have to be like uh, super right or left. Either way, I think I'm just Mason. Right down the middle, for the most part, like I got like hardcore hunters following me. I got hippy dippy guys following me. I got canoeists and backpackers, and I got four wheeler people following wow, me. Okay. I got old grannies and families <laughs> really? and people people that leave it on for their dogs while they're going to work. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. good. All right. Like honestly, like I can see in my demographics when I look and stuff. Like the majority is it's men and it's like right. you know our our age type thing. But I get comments and messages from all sorts of people all over the world, which is awesome. Doomsday preppers. Yep. Which I'm not, hey man, I got nothing. I've been watching some Doomsday Preppers lately. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on in the world. You don't know what's going Yeah. That, no, I, I find it fascinating. I find how people prep and I just find there's the story or the concept fascinating. And then I think back to, you know, like recent events, like, and part of me wonders, like, are they, are they semi rooting for the apocalypse right. so that they can use their stuff? You're right? validated. You exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, are they bummed at Y2K? Where the, you know, where they bummed like COVID wasn't like it was bad, but it wasn't like doomsday bad. <laughs> Dude, my I have like matches and Firestarter that my grandparents gave me from when they bought for Y2K. And they're like, oh, I guess it's going to expire type stuff. <laughs> like years ago, gave it to me. Like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I just had this conversation with my wife. So because 
I was hyper aware of Y2K and like I was actually working at an REI at the time. And so people were oh. coming in buying like books and all sorts of stuff. For sure. But I don't know that I personally knew anybody who was like legitimately freaked out. Did you, is, was that a thing for you? No, except for my grandparents. For them, they, yeah. moved, they moved, they bought a house in Northern Ontario. They lived in Southern Ontario down near Detroit, say area in okay. a farm, farm country. And they sold their house and moved like up far, like out like 10 hour drive north. They were so worried about okay, it. That's, stuff. Like, yeah. so, so I haven't heard those stories. That's interesting. Yeah. And so did, were they embarrassed afterwards? I don't think so. You know what <laughs> I mean? They're old people. If they were, they weren't going to let on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we did. Just like, that's just, we're <laughs> fine. We actually prefer it now here. This is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So when I check out your channel and then, you know, like watch all of the things that you get to do and that you accomplish, the way that you put it out there, at least the way that it comes across to me, the viewer, is you live an adventure-first lifestyle, but you're married with children, and I forget how old your kids are. I know they're, they're on the younger, they're younger than my kids. They're on the younger side. So how do you structure things to be able to pull this off? It's like I, I, I'm just really blessed, man, in every if, every sense of the word. Like, uh, so my eldest is 12, and I started this before she was born, so it's it's nothing new to her. You know what I mean? And my youngest is five now, and uh, obviously she's she's right. born into it as well. My wife and I came from nothing, man. We 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 worked our butts off for a right. long time to get a normal life, and and for the longest time we only had the one kid for financial right. reasons. You know what I mean? For seven years, basically. Exactly. Yeah. We both come from nothing, and we weren't about to overburden what we couldn't do. So it's like my wife has always been su supportive, like extremely supportive. And even if it wasn't about money, even if I wasn't making a ton of money or whatever, if this was just something I wanted to do, then she'd be just as supportive as well. Mm -hmm. So like I go away I, I, and, and she worked and I worked two jobs for the longest time, you know what I mean? Until we, we, until we both understood that this was, um, at least for the, for the time being, something that would support us both. So she was able to finally quit her job right. and stay home with the kid. And I would still go away and right. stuff. And when I'm home, I'm home. You know, I mean, I'm not out at the, at the bar. I'm not out at my buddies and none of that stuff. And I never was, even when we lived, okay. like we moved away. You know, now we're, now we're out in the bush. And even when I, we weren't, I wasn't doing that stuff. Like at home when I'm home. But I was gone a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like I'd have right. to leave. We we lived near Detroit, right near Detroit. There's nothing. So I would have to drive at least eight hours one day. I'd be gone one or two nights to make it worthwhile. Come back home, right. edit for one, two, three days. And then yeah. go again. And for like 10 years, for like 10 years, I did that. You know, you know what I mean? It was, a, it was a big strain, but it's like at the same time, everybody knew what the goal was and like everybody was okay with it. And it just, it's getting harder now to go away for farther and farther for longer because everybody's older and they're expecting me to be home a little bit more and stuff because I have been lately. Um, it's a little bit like, it's not a good feeling leaving to crying girls, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly it's what really you mean. It's happened before. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, it just, it's 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 been the norm for so long that it's just is what it is. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so it's almost like the traveling salesman where you're you're gone for a short period of time, but when you're back, like, fully engaged. Like, you're the dad, you're the husband. Exactly. You're around. Yeah, and then, and then when they say, like, oh, I don't want you to leave, Dad, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, did you like to eat <laughs> breakfast this morning, honey? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I won't you know leave what I mean? next time, and we'll just skip <laughs> meals. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> that's, we'd be fine. That's one way to say I don't know that, like, like a five-year-old is going to identify with that. Maybe the... <laughs> oh, no, they get me because I've said it a million times. They get that'd it. That'd be okay. That, that's like a saying in your house, <laughs> That's, that's a Joe proverb. There you right there. go. Do you like to eat? Yeah, that's hilarious. So I don't know if you, I mean, like I know you're a hard worker and you've been building for a while now, but if if you go back into the archives of your videos, some of the earlier ones, like I, do you ever go back and watch and, and, it, and you kind of like, I mean, you almost put your heart on your sleeve. You're like, okay, here's where I'm at now. Man, if one day oh. I could do this full time, It'd be great. Like I just put out a video. It got like ten thousand views, and you're ecstatic. Like, do you ever go back and watch those, and you're like, "Man, I'm so blessed that that's kind of the beginning, and look kind of where you are now." I guess. Yeah, certainly. I go back. I go back and look at them often. I have with the kids, and that's um, cool. yeah, I know it's good. It's good to see Scout, the old dog, where I started yeah. off with, and uh, right, and to see where we've come and stuff. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's 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 a good grounding. Thing for sure. 
All right, well, okay, let's get into the nitty gritty, man. We so one of the things that I think is makes your content very approachable is that you, you you do things that like other people it's like seemingly can do. It seems it seems just achievable for folks. And so I'm looking for three of the most important bushcraft skills that you think every adventurer should know, whether that's, you know, everything from backpacker to people that are going to be just camping out there to somebody who's going off the grid, maybe even your doomsday prepper, like three that you feel like are achievable. What you got? Being able to reliably start a fire even in the rain. Start a fire in the rain. Okay. With or with, with, without, without matches or? Whatever you have. Okay. Um, ideally with a fire steel, because if you can do it with a fire steel, then you can do it with whatever, right. you know what I mean? For the most part, as long not a bow drill, but like man-made stuff. Okay. So, for, so on that one, is there, we've heard different tips and tricks over the years and we've talked about them on our show, but from your perspective, if there's one thing that maybe gets overlooked in terms of like a strategy for starting a fire in the rain, what's one thing that people should just kind of be aware of? Three, uh, like five times the prep. And don't be afraid to throw all of your your thin pieces of wood on at the same time because that blocks the rest of the rain coming down. And, oh. and while you have while you have all that stuff getting ready, like even if you don't have if you're in a like a SHTF, like you don't have any kind of gear or whatever except for your knife, I'd be mm -hmm. grabbing leaves and boughs and bark to cover up okay. my prep while I'm waiting to use that certain prep while I'm shaving the other prep, trying to keep everything as dry as possible because again. You're coming from the inside of a stiff, right? Right. Like the inside, you're you're creating dry wood, so you don't want that to get wet while you're creating the rest of the dry wood. And then and then like five times the prep, as much thin, 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 thin stuff as you can go. Bury, okay. throw it all on at once, and then yeah, like you you can start a fire in somewhat stuff for sure. We've done. I'm not a fire starter. We we've got a guy on our crew that does that. He's really good at that. Um, my co-host Derek's very good at that. And, and I feel like I'm getting better, but yeah, I'm always open to new tips and tricks for sure. Yeah, man. It's just muscle memory with the fire steel too. Like, uh, yeah. but yeah. Okay. So I'd say that I would say navigation and like, regardless if, if that's with, and I know you're saying bushcraft tips, but like maybe you're going to start to look at the neat, at the landscape a little bit more for that type of information, be it like, and then by navigation, I also mean like time, like, you know what I mean? You're, you're telling like how far the, the sun is in the sky with your hands you, mm -hmm. you like rise in the east sets in the west type thing right do you think people need to know how to use a compass this day and age it's hard to say but like yeah you can't rely like a map and compass a, a map's not gonna break you know what i mean right you lose it but yeah yeah the, the problem with the compass is people don't trust the compass half the time which is crazy right. you know what i mean uh yeah i think it's a it's a super super important skill to learn and like it really took me a long time to learn that a map and a compass. Um, I I go by my my phone for the most part. To be honest, with my 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 apps on my phone, and it's okay. like that that's cool. And, and until it dies or gets broken and stuff. So right. What's your go to app? Avenza. Uh, yeah, it's a free, and it, I can just download the topo for for the area, and it's it's amazing. I it's it's really helped me a lot. I have a theory that like with the map and compass thing, I, it's, I think this is not probably not true as much anymore. But for years, people were bringing for backpacking trips specifically. They had the map and the compass, but they didn't really know how to use the compass. They just had it because they felt obligated to bring it. And yeah, it is a weird thing. Like, unless you get trained on it, it's hard to know how to use it properly. Yeah, for sure. Like, we were always told to put Snoopy in the doghouse, that little red. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I was taught red in the shed. There you go. Same thing. <laughs> Similar thing. Yeah, for sure. All right, so you got uh navigation fire starting in the rain yeah and uh um, i don't know water procurement i guess like okay because what are you going to do if you don't have water really so water procurement like in the backpacking world most people have filters or you know worst Cabs. case they're going to boil water but would you say water procurement uh without a filter yeah and then that comes down to like what what vessel do you have to boil it in? Are you going to, do you have a metal pot? If that case, then you're, you're, you're laughing. Or are you like putting hot rocks in your leather hat to try to freaking, you know what I mean? Like, which is not a fun meal. I haven't heard that one. Hot rocks <laughs> in the leather hat. It is what it is, right? Or like creating like a, 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 a like a underground seepage type filter type thing, which who right. knows? I don't know. I'm not even versed in that. You know what I mean? But right. water, water you need. You need to know where you're going. Shelter building would be awesome as well. But like you said, three. Yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking through your answer there. So, like, is that a thing? Like, 
like hot rocks in the leather yeah hat. like yeah so if you can contain water right yeah in in, a, in whatever vessel it is you can boil that water now with with piping hot rocks from your fire okay so you transfer them into the water vessel whatever and that water will start to boil and then you can drink that it'll be very sooty yeah very it's nasty great. it's not gonna be great but like no parasites okay so that's a plus I'm learning, man. So, all right, and you—I'm guessing you use some sort of like extra clothing to transfer the rocks. Some sort of like almost like a pot holder. Sticks, whatever Sticks, the whatever. case may okay. be. Yep. Gotcha. Interesting. All right, so you like you put out a variety of videos, and I, I'm guessing just from your content, it doesn't look like you're running out of ideas anytime soon. But I've got ideas for you anyway. So, <laughs> so here's my question: okay. Is I'm going to give you three ideas for videos. Which of the three would you be most willing to make out of these three? Okay. And you can say more than one, like if you're impressed, because these are impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it already. All right. All right. Number one, uh, go survival camping with a celebrity chef. He or she has to make anything you hunt, fish, or gather into a fancy meal. If one would come with me, that sounds amazing. I like to eat. Okay, so I, all right, well, I can help, I can be the go-between right. because I I can I'm not afraid to reach out to people. Okay. Uh, number two, you have to spend 48 hours with a Hollywood diva on a deserted island. No, you got to teach them basic. <laughs> no, unless <laughs> there's more to this one. Okay, you got to teach them basic bushcraft skills, including how to go to the bathroom, and you've got to field their complaints the entire time. You, you yeah. didn't win me over with the rest of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't improve. No, okay. I was thinking like like Simon Cowell or like a Kardashian yeah. was like, what came yeah, to mind. Like if it with... was a guy, maybe, but like I'm not, yeah, like I would just not put myself in a, in a scary situation like that. Okay. Simon Cowell's like the guy from the Got Talent show, so he would just be judging you the whole time. Yeah, I'm used to being judged, though. I'm pretty good at that now. Well, you put yourself out there. Okay. All right. So rejection for that one. All right. Last one. Plan a weekend survival trip in a location of your choice. You put the trip on eBay ahead of time as an auction. The winning bidder gets to join you. Money can be given like to charity or to me because I came up with the idea. That's an amazing. I would go with that one for sure. Yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Would you ever do that? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but like you would have to help me facilitate that, like you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could, well, but I mean, it's a risk, right? Because you could have. We'll get into this later, but think about all the YouTube comments you've gotten over the years. Nobody, nobody who has said a bad thing to me will uh, bit on it because no, no one right. on the internet who says a bad right. thing has any intention of ever seeing that person in real life. It would never say those things to that real person in real life. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, they're like anonymous, Right. Right. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be worried about that. What I would be worried about is like putting someone's life in danger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I would be concerned. You'd about. have to have some like fail safes, right? You'd have to have almost like um, just kind of like some some stuff stored away a little bit, or yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> some emergency gear, yeah. some like extra food. I don't know other um, things. I'm trying to think of who would bid on that. Somebody that obviously wants to hang out with you. Somebody that thinks they could do it. Yeah. From we we've gone, we've taken folks on backpacking trips with our Patreon crew before, and it's been a like it. It truly has been a blessing. That would be cool. Yeah, honestly, man, I had like a I had a bushcraft course, a school one time, and I and I just I I felt so uncomfortable after every class because it was like. I felt responsible for people and I didn't want anyone to get hurt. And you know what I mean? I just like, I was legally covered, but it was like, what if somebody puts an ax into their right. shit? And I just don't want to deal with that. Right. I mean, professionals do that, right? Professionals will mess up sometimes. Like, yeah. So, so for like an amateur, somebody who's learning, of course, like it's way more likely. It's like how the, the lay person has not used an ax in their life. Right. So it's like an awkward thing. And until you get used to it, all it is is muscle memory, but I don't want to be the <laughs> person to sit by and watch that develop. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You'd have to have the, you know, the emergency beacon, the, the red button ready to get pressed on the spot. Okay. Well, we can, we can like shelf that, but that's, <laughs> that's awesome that you're even considering that. Okay. So I got some alone questions. Like I'm a, I'm an alone fan. 
I, I watch it all. Like I love the show. I'm not somebody who'd ever be on the show. Like I'm, I'm an extrovert. And for me, just being by myself after like a couple hours, I'd be like, all right, that's great. Now I'm ready to talk to somebody. But I just have this like, yeah, respect for everybody that goes out there. So I've got some, I know, I know you were season one and it's been a while. So, okay. First question. There's been, I don't know what season they're on right now, but there's been quite a number of seasons and there's been quite a development. They've kind of changed the structure, different types of folks on the show. Do you have like anything to share a perspective, kind of a reflective thought about kind of how Alone's evolved or anything from recent seasons or any thoughts about Alone? Zero. I honestly, man, I, and you can use this. I don't care. I have su- I had such a sore, bad taste in my mouth about the whole thing. I never, I never yeah. watched an episode past where I tapped out. Did not know that. Okay. On the tap out episode though, like I know you seem frustrated. You didn't, you didn't seem like you had a bad attitude though. Like you seemed like you handled it pretty well. Well, thank, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. No, I, uh, it was, uh, it was crushing. I had to wait a few hours for that, that helicopter to come. And like, it was, it was real bad, man. Okay. Well, okay. So don't talk about alone. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I don't know. You're okay. good. You're good to talk about okay. alone. It's fine. Well, no, you're good, man. One thing that came up, like as I was as I was actually researching for um, this conversation, when I watched your portion of it, I don't remember this actually being on the episode, but there was a scene, and it's currently on the History Channel website where it's like before you get dropped off, it looks like you sort of like gather everybody around, and this is like again season one, nobody knows what they're in for. You gather everybody around and you and you pray over everybody. Wow. Is that? Can you share how that how you're like? I just felt compelled to do this, or the story behind that. I was raised born again Christian, like um, big time, speaking in tongues the whole nine yards and stuff. And and I've been um, on on and off throughout my life, leaning into that and then not leaning into that. And um, at that point in my life, and maybe it was a bit ah uh, for the wrong reason, selfish. I mean, I was trying to get favor with God. Who knows? But I was at that point really leaning into it. I just thought that that was the right thing to do and some something that I wanted to do. The reason why I, I like, I don't know, it really connected with me was because because of how you're doing it. People get so focused on the task at hand, or in this case, like it was a competition. You're literally surrounded by your competitors. You are competing, and you don't know the outcome, but you're competing against everybody, and you're like, you know what, let's take a moment and let's let's pray. And I just thought that was super powerful. So, Well, and in, in, in all honesty, I knew it, was, like, it could have been a dangerous thing we were doing too. And like, right. I got to know those guys pretty good, and like we all got along for the most part, pretty well. Okay. Like, and, uh, like we were the guinea pigs, man. Right. You know what uh, I mean? For like sure. we were, we, we were season one. Nobody knew what to expect. Nobody knew if this, if the, if the show was going to go anywhere, nobody knew if we were going to be safe. No, like how do we trust these people? Honestly, we didn't know. Right. Like they, they, they were so, um, unorganized for that first season that like, we were supposed to be out there months before we went out there. We went out there in the peak rainy season, and that was not supposed to be the case, right? Oh, interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Lots and lots and lots of craziness. I could go for hours about it. Okay, so when you when you tapped out, though, in the back of your mind, were you thinking, they might not come? No, because I did after, like, I understood, like, they were, they were there to come. And, like, they came and checked on us right away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe... Yeah three days into it, two days into it, came and checked on us. And, uh, no, I had faith in them after for that part of it. Um, but yeah, but well, before we went out, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Before we went out, I didn't know. Nobody knew. And so I was just, just kind of hoping that everybody like survived as well. Last question on the loan. If you said you're sore about it, you haven't watched an episode since. I don't know if you've been I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm sore about it anymore. I was super butthurt about it okay. for a long time, but I just, I just can't bring myself to watch it. So maybe I, I am. <laughs> Fair enough. That sounds like something I would say. Is like as you're talking through, you're like, actually, maybe it's still. A- no, wait. Actually, maybe I yeah, am. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, I don't know. I mean, they've had like one. I think they've had just one season. You, you probably even know this, but they have a season where people returned. And I could see them doing it again. I don't know if they invited you or if you would they get. Did. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, they did. So weird. I've been invited back twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I don't know how many seasons they did that were like redemption seasons or whatever. Right. But like, I thought for sure I'd be a shoe in, and I did get asked, and I and I hummed and I did get asked, and I hummed and hawed about it quite a bit. And this is when like I was doing really, really, really well on YouTube. 
and I didn't want to take any time away from it. And I knew that the only way in other people's eyes, because like I got roasted hard. Like I got hate, hated, 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 hated when I got off. Oh, I didn't know that either. Oh okay. yeah. No, just like through the ringer, man. Okay. Uh, it was as if I, I, I offended them personally. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Okay. So, and, 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 and people think that I like, I built my channel because of alone. And it's like, it, it's completely the opposite thing. Like it was in spite of it. Like I, right. I, it hurt, it hurt my career, okay. my career. But anyways, this is when I was doing really good. I didn't want to take time away. And in my head, the only way to make it worthwhile is if I win. And if I stood up right now and lifted my shirt, you would see how skinny I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. No way that I'm going to win alone. Right. I, I know it. For okay. me, for me personally, if I went out there and I lasted a month, I would be vindicated personally. Okay. Right. But I just thought at the time, I, it's just opening a can that I don't financially need to do. You know what I mean? And I don't really have the desire to do that much anymore because I've done a ton of stuff now at this point and it, it's only going to hurt my channel. So I just saw, so I I said no. And then I got another ask again and I said, yes, this is a a while after. And then I never heard back from them at all. I'm not sure if they just didn't do that season again or if I didn't get again or what. I don't think they did it again. I mean, they've done, they've had some returners do like, I don't know, they've had these like spinoffs with Alone Frozen where yeah. it's like, you got to survive 50 days in the winter. I don't know if it was for that, but do you think that they invited you back because of your success that you said in spite of Alone? Who knows? I know that when we tested out for the first season of Alone, there was supposed to be 10 guy, eight guys that got picked up originally. And they were like, I was in the top three of that. They were so blown away by everything I was doing, showing them skills-wise, talking to them, everything. They were super, super stoked on me. So they, I think that they thought that I was, like, going to do well. Right. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. So I, I don't know. I'll ask you about a different TV show then. So <laughs> there's a show. I don't know if you've seen it. They filmed one season so far. It's called something like Ultimate Survival or Race to Survive Alaska is what it's called. And so what they've done is they've combined the concept of a race where you're moving from point A to point V, but then once you get to point B, like you've got to, you know, use some survival skills and maybe like gather food or fish or it's the first season was clunky, like straight up was clunky. They've since filmed season two and they, and I somehow I got connected with the guy who is like, he recruits people to cast and so I talked to him, and he's like, hey, if you want to be auditioned for this, like, let me know. We're going to be doing that, doing that later this year. And I was like, "I was like, all right. So would you ever want to team up and do a show like that, Joe? 100%. That sounds amazing. What a cool, cool vibe. You got to go. It's like two people, and yeah. So it's like combination fitness and survival. That's I absolutely love like a, like a grind. You know what I mean? I really do. I've been on some okay. crazy distance uh, canoe trips, some backpacking, but more canoe trips. And uh, yeah, I, I love that style of stuff. No, they do. I think, that, well, at least the first season, I haven't seen the second season out yet. The first season, it was a mix. Like there was a lot of on foot stuff, but they had on the water stuff too. They had like canoe type things. And then they had, I don't know. It, 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 I bet the second season and even third season would be a lot smoother and more clear. All right, so you're saying like like if if I were to get a hold of this guy and I say I've got a guy, yep. big time Joe, he's a survival expert. He said he'd be on my team. You'd be willing to audition for it, is that right? Yes. After knowing me for like legitimately 30 minutes now. 100%. Okay, you're in. <laughs> I am in. It sounds fun. It sounds fun. It's different. I mean, it's still like an elimination show. So it's like the last team to point B. I think they they take off the show. Well, that wouldn't be us. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. It depends on how our bodies held up, I suppose. Because you said you're skinny, so you're not you're not burning that extra fat as much. And um, I would certainly train for it. But okay, all right. I'm gonna tuck that away and see if that comes back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. All right, I'm gonna mark this one. I'm gonna save this clip. I'm going to publish it 10 times and, yeah, brag about it, too. There you go. All right. Um, okay. Well, thanks for digging into Seriously to the Alone stuff. I know that it, I didn't realize it was a sore subject. I wasn't trying to. Oh, no. It's fine. Like, yeah. honestly, even like a, like it's not like I'm sore about it now. It's just okay. like I just, I was for a long time and I just never 
turned it on when I saw it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, in all honesty, if they asked me tomorrow, I, I would probably go do it. Uh, really? I much, yeah, I don't got much going on. And uh, I got a little bit of a fire lit under my butt right now. Okay. I might go see what I could do. Got to put on some pounds, though, right? Oh, yeah, you know, a couple, two, three. I might weigh like a buck 38 by the time we get out there. It'd be all right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. So when we have somebody who's like a bushcraft survival type expert, like you already mentioned that you got quite the range of folks that, that, that tune into your channel. I, this here's a behind the scenes question, if you're comfortable with this. So yeah. like you have an eclectic audience. What's the craziest, weirdest, like off the wall reaction you've ever gotten to a video? I don't even know to a specific video, but like I got like a dude who, who created a, a channel just about me. What? Yeah, it's great. Okay. And like, and like, just like puts me in the thumbnails of it and everything. And like, that's like his. Is that legal? Can he do that legally? I've never, I, I'm just not the kind of guy to give a care about it. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't look yeah. at it because it infuriates me. So I just leave it alone. But, uh, okay. yeah, man, I got a guy who created a whole channel to hate me. Oh, to hate you specifically. Hey, oh, no, to hate oh. me. Like the whole, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, I thought it was like super fan stalker guy. Oh, no, no, super like hater stalker guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Real bad, real bad. I don't know. You probably don't check it very often, but is it? it's not getting any much traction, is it? He's got a couple videos that got some big views on him because they got sensational titles and thumbnails okay. that are crazy. If you just type my name into Google, this will probably come up, like probably be maybe before my stuff now, which is crazy. <sighs> maybe not before, but right at the top. Okay. And it actually hurt my channel a lot. He's probably be happy to hear this, but it, it really did because he said a lot of lies about like anti, like, american type stuff which didn't which is oh, completely completely a lie i'm not that guy at all right so it's great yeah it's crazy man crazy You're talking stuff. american right now so there you go yeah man i learned i learned from american military guys dude that's where i learned my stuff i would fly to missouri and ohio and and iowa i learned from a seer guy like but th here's the thing people are gullible man and people are are right. super wishy-washy especially online and it is, it is what it is and i never once made a reply you know what I mean? I yeah. never once acknowledged it, never know because I just didn't want to validate it with any kind of stuff. And I figured that the, the real people would understand the real thing. And it's sad right. at, at the amount of people that, that would just believe some random dude that after you've been watching me for, you know, 10 years, 15 years, however long, somebody says something and mm -hmm. that's just what you go with. Right. It's crazy. But it is what it is, man. This is like, this is uh, pulling up my heartstrings right now because I feel like. One of the things I have the hardest time with, I've, I've realized now, is is false accusations. Somebody makes a false accusation, especially people that make the accusation without investigating. Now, if there's just a hater out there, that's one thing. But you're saying, obviously, people are buying into it, and so they're, oh, yeah. they're so they're kind of like equally as guilty at that point without doing the investigation. It's wild. You don't have to investigate yeah. anything. Just trust my character for two seconds. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think <laughs> you let your character shine through. Like people are going to realize who you are. I've been the same always. Yeah, you're not the one bashing the other person, and and yeah, I don't know if you want to, yeah, kind of hitch your ride with a person that's like you know building their channel based upon negativity towards somebody else. Like I think that's revealing the character there, so that's a very unfortunate. It sounds like you're handling it okay, because it sounds like you're just. It is what it is, man. Like you can't stop it. I've I've dealt with worse, so like I've dealt with real life problems. You know what I mean? This is just some guy on the internet. What percentage chance would you say? He would be as a bidder on eBay what? for the trip. Actually, he might be up there. He's that bad. He might be up there. He just wants to have it out with you. I don't know. Make false false accusations on camera. He, wa he wanted to. He wanted to get in the ring. He he, he made a whole video how he wanted to fight me. Yeah, je jealousy's a strong. Yeah, it causes some bad things, man. And that's what it is. It's jealousy. 100%. Right. Right. All right. So. What can we look forward to on your YouTube channel or anything else you've got going on this year? You mentioned, I don't know if you can reveal, but you mentioned you, you filmed something. I don't know when that's coming out. Oh, yeah. No, I can't really say much about that. We're hoping that it gets picked up. I filmed a pilot of another TV show with some uh, well-known Canadian television people from back in the okay. day, uh, hoping that uh, it's an outdoor show, obviously, hoping that gets picked right. up. But who knows? Uh, other than that, man, like... Um, I hope to do some really big canoe trips this year. A lot more right. stuff with the dog. Wolfie's uh, 
because my new dog is doing really well. So yeah, yeah. But uh, just right. more of the same, man. Like I, I haven't put out a video in a little while. I've had some stuff going on at home recently, and we're renovating the basement and uh, got kids' birthdays and all all sorts of stuff. And I just uh, I felt like it was time to take uh, a little step away, which isn't really that great for a YouTuber, but uh, after doing it for like going on 18 years, 16, 18 is that years. Right? I didn't realize it was that long. It's been a long time, dude. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of needed it. So that's okay. I'll do that and uh, and get back to it pretty soon here. Yeah. I'll have a link for, for Joe's channel in the show description for those of you who have not seen it. It is, yeah, top notch for sure. And Joe, man, thank you so much for taking the time to join the show. This is, like I said, it's an honor and a privilege and just appreciate your stories and your wisdom of course man let me know about that uh tv show really okay <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> i will let you know yeah <laughs> all right all right we'll catch you later all right, buddy. all right so what'd you think about that what did i think about that i, I guess the he was fun he was a lot of fun uh, i liked his uh all of his little strategy talks. I'm glad you learned something from him. It was great. Strategy talks. About fire talks. starting. You actually gave me a compliment. Like I was a pretty good fire starter. So that was, I appreciate that. You're good. Yeah. You've, you've started a fire in the rain. I don't know. You haven't started one without matches in the rain though, right? Without matches in the rain. Ferrow rod. I'm trying to think of all the gear I brought. No, I have yeah. not. No, that, that okay. might be a, a next on the list. All right. We so my question here's what I wanted to know. Why didn't you ask him if he would be on the amazing race with you? Like that was your opportunity. Oh, interesting. Why don't you just go for it? Yeah. Because you're my guy. I know I'm your guy, but like he's a good plan B, you know? Yeah. Like, look, I'm gonna ask Derek, but if he can't make it, would you want to do like okay. be back? We'll circle back to that because I actually actually do have a thought on that. But are you are you trying to like get out of the amazing race? No. Okay. No. Dude, it's fun if we do it together, man. Like I have a I have a blast doing something. It is. With you. It would be more fun. It yeah, would be. Yeah, and more I'm fun. sure I'd have a great time. Like he's a great great dude. I'd have a great time with him. Sounds like he's all in on TV show stuff as well, but no, man. Like this is this is my yeah. invite for you. This is for you, Derek. That makes a warm fuzzy feeling in my heart. I appreciate it. You can't regift an invite. I can try. Okay. I can try. All right. So, let's Okay, so I invited him on this Race to Survive show. It's like they did it, season one, yeah. Alaska. Season two, they haven't released where they did it yet, but it's been filmed. I think it's not coming out till like right. August or September. So it's it's like, you know, it's in the can, so to speak. And then, yeah, okay. so, yeah, we'll, we'll see if I get an audition with him. But um, That'll be hilarious. We'll find out. We'll find out. But, I, yeah, like, chances are always low when you're talking with, with me involved. Because, True. Yeah, they want. You were talking about being on the show alone, and you were saying, like, you could maybe last, what, like two days? Me? I can, no, a couple hours. A couple hours. A couple hours? Yeah. I'm not an alone person. Woo. I'm not seeking to be isolated. I know. Every once in a while, I like to recharge and go off and go for whatever mm -hmm. run, but I don't want to... I like being around people. You're a people person. I think you were. I don't know if you still are. Ew. Gross. Am I, uh, am I right? Like, you used to host events, and then suddenly now, like, at any moment you get by yourself, you're, you're, you value it beyond... Anything. I think, well, I think because, yeah, I used to be able to plan everything. You're right. You're right. Uh, I think as you get older and you have kids, you're around. And I have, I have like extra people in my house all day. I know. I know. So I think by that time, I'm like, God, I get away from everybody. So sure. I, I am around people all day and it's fine. We have a great time. Like we play right. games and stuff, but it's, it's, uh, you know, you need a balance. Okay. I need a balance. So if we were on the Amazing Race show, we could hang a sheet between, you know, if we had to like share a hotel room, yes. hang a sheet between the beds and be like, you, you have your own Derek time. Maybe okay. add a little foam to block out the snoring sounds. But yeah, right. other than that, I think we'd be we'd be good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let, anyway, let's get back to the guest here. All right. So he his top three bushcraft stills. You already mentioned the one, the fire with no matches in the rain. Navigation skills, like basic navigation, navigation skills. Do you agree with that one? Do you have that skill? Where are you at with that? Yeah, and he talked about this. We've, we've mentioned this in previous episodes where it's like, well, you can't... Like, the technology's great, probably awesome and super accurate, but then what if something happens, right? Like, right. what if you break your phone? What if, you know, it doesn't work, whatever reason. Um, he's like, you can't really break a map. And I'm like, true, you can lose it, but you can't, like, break it. So right. I, I we've talked about this, uh, how important it is to be able to read a map with some degree of skill. Mm -hmm. to help get yourself out of a sticky situation. I had to do that a couple times on trips without you, actually. We got, it was snow, the pass, or the trail was snowed over, and we had to use yeah. the map and circle back and cut the trail in half. But 
That being said, the last opportunity you had to navigate with a map, uh, you, you failed. Uh, I don't know about that. It's been a couple years, but yeah, I was in Yosemite. We were doing an off-trail segment, and we were looking for camp. One was at a lake, and we never found the lake, and you were semi-in charge. Semi? Ooh, that's that's a bold statement there. What are you talking about? I was in charge, too, but I was also filming, and it's hard to film. Oh, so so you got an out. You got an out. Well, you tell me. Can can you film and navigate at the same time? I don't even remember. What what lake are we talking about? Uh, We didn't find it, so of course it was called the... You're you're Mr. I've been to Yosemite 50,000 times. I know this park in the back of my hand. I could... I do, yeah. On the trails, not off trail, apparently. (laughs) I can tell bears where to go. I'm so familiar. It's like, you know... That's yeah. what I get from you. I think it's called Nelson Lake, and it was just yeah, this segment we yeah we uh-huh. didn't do very well. There was a lot going on. Too. There, it was like a yeah disaster zone trip. But anyway, all right. The last one was filter water without actually a water filter. Could you do that? I'd like to try. I don't think I've tried that. I think I've watched enough survival shows where I think I actually could do that. What would you do? What would you? What would your strategy be? I mean, the hope is you have some sort of container, and I would fill it with right. um, like things that could sift out the gunk. So, like, you want to have like you know sand, then rocks, and then you want to mix in some charcoal at the bottom to take out any viral stuff there. So you go into a fire pit randomly, grab charcoal, yeah, throw it, in or there. my own fire pit, not not necessarily like I'm not gonna, yeah. But the key what he was talking about is you need to have some sort of like a vessel, right? He was talking about even like right. that leather hat, throwing the hot rocks in, and I don't know, like I've seen a lot of survival stuff, I haven't seen that. I probably have or forgot, but I haven't seen that technique. I did this in a chemistry class, actually. Okay. We got, like, sewagey, gross water, mm-hmm. and we threw it in this filter with all kinds of sediment and whatever. When you say sewage, you're talking about, like, pee and poop, right? No, no. I'm talking, like, I don't know. It was, like, pond. Let's say, like, pond water or something okay. gross. And we ended up filtering it through, like, sand, grab all the stuff. Yeah. And we, and we drank it afterwards. And it had a taste. It's great. <laughs> so it sounds like you know how to do it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring all the stuff with me, but I, I, you know. No, but you could, di- you could kind of, you know, make do and figure it out. You're, you're resourceful. You can make do. Yeah. I can figure, I, you know. This is why you'd some... be a good, amazing race teammate, just right there. Oh, well, you know, I like to create things on the go. Solve my problems. All right. What did you think about, he mentioned this. I'm surprised, like, he was willing to talk about this, because I, I felt, felt bad for him bringing this mm. up, but he has a YouTube jerk making. Oh, so great. A channel based on on lies and false accusations about him. I like that he said like he just doesn't care, right? I, yeah, but I think mo- even even your How do you not? least sensitive person like it's going to, you know, like it's going to I feel like bit. at a certain degree you'd be like, dude, okay, joke's over, right? Like to get a guy to hate you that much. Yeah. What does that say about the guy? I guess I'm going to It's kind of sad. It's really yeah. kind of sad. It's it funny, sad. but it's kind of sad. I would never want to follow or subscribe to a channel that was that that's like the, the goal or that's the purpose. True, true. But on his end, is it like any PR is good PR? Even bad PR is good PR? I don't know. That's a good question. That, you know? Maybe. People see that and they're like, what? This guy's that bad. Let's see it. Yeah. And then they go over to him and they're like, actually, he's kind of cool. Let me subscribe. Do we you know? need to have that? Do we need to have somebody that makes a podcast that just mocks our podcast? An anti B and B YouTube channel? Like seriously, how would you handle that, Derek? Like, would you, you let's say you listen in on a couple episodes, would it hurt your feelings if they're mocking you, or how would you feel about it? Like, like let's say like like full on false accusations. What they're saying is like straight up not true. And it's going to be called like day packs and soft feet. <laughs> sure. Um, I I think initially I'd be kind of flattered. Like, wow, they have this much extra time to really dedicate to yeah. naysaying everything we say. Right. I, I, I think I, I think I would kind of find it funny actually. I don't okay. think it would really bother me that much. Cause if you get somebody who's hating you that much, it's like clearly you have some issues of your own and I'm not yeah. going to like, you know, right. would you, would you, what would you do? Do you need me to console you? I don't know. Like I, we had somebody, we had somebody you could like, this is earlier this season who had a really negative comment and I tried mm. to handle it as graciously as possible and it's still, like, it just wasn't a nice person. Like, it just was not, not a nice person, right? Uh, like, Joe was saying, like, it's an anonymous person. So I think the way he handles it, yeah. he's like, I'm not going right. to even acknowledge that this thing exists, I think, is the way to go. He's he's smart about that. So that's what I'd have to do. I think you would do that, yeah. I think, it, it put, yeah. and put it in juxtaposition to, like, a celebrity, right? Like, movie star, like, how much hate yeah. they probably get. And we get, uh, like, one out no, of, like, whatever. No. It does give you some yeah. kind of minimal understanding of what that would be like, though. You know, imagine if people just followed us around with cameras all the time, making up stories about us, you know, like amazing race, like the amazing race. Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if you're listening to Amazing Race, um, back. we keep on talking about this. We had an episode recently out this year, like a bonus episode a couple weeks ago on the Amazing Race. And so uh, Derek and I are going to have a conversation soon, and we're going to see if we can actually put together an audition video. We'll see. If and if works, they're listening, but... our email is backpackingblizzardspodcast.com. Send us that invite. <laughs> we'll that? be there. Oh, if Amazing Race is listening. <laughs> Just in case. You know, All right. That's so funny. Let me ask you, okay, so I asked him, like, I gave him those three scenarios about videos he'd make, and he was, like, in on the eBay thing. I know, yeah, I as know. As far as, like, you know, donating it to charity or whatever. Fine. Would you, okay. What would I bid? Like, I get that if we did something like this, we might get bids of, like, you know. Bucks. Two or three dollars, Yeah. But w- just for fun, would you ever do that for, say, our July trip? Just be like, hey, we're going to throw it on eBay, and then the money goes to charity to, you know, we pick a charity or whatever, and then whoever wins gets to come on the July trip, and, you know, we have to, like, make sure that you can physically handle it, but you get to come. On the July trip. This is the trip. You have to hang out with Derek and Rocky, which is just madness. Mm. I know mm. that it wouldn't get that much money. I know that it's just, like, it'd be a for fun thing. But I guess my question is, would you do it? Would you actually be okay having some stranger that you have know nothing about just come on a very intimate backpacking trip on that trip no i, I don't think it would be okay. good because i think that's the that's trip true. but we try to look forward to with our our buddies and we see each yeah. other like once a year everybody so it's, it's okay. kind of like fun to connect and, and you know how it is everybody knows how it is if you have if, if you have a group of your friends and you can discuss things a certain way joke a certain way then you throw in some rando nothing against the mm-hmm. rando but it just changes everything you know so right. i think for that specific trip, I think that'd be a little more challenging. So you're not as adventurous as Joe, is what you're trying to say. You are not not as adventurous as Joe. Okay, but again, is Joe going on big group trips every year? I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. He goes. Oh, he goes on lots of trips, okay. like like lots of trips, and he has. Yeah, he's got different folks that go with him, right. but his is structured different than ours for sure. Correct. So fair enough. Did you like his Les Stroud story? Oh yeah, when he he was like fanboy in it, blockbuster video. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I love that story. That's pretty cool. Love that story. Yeah. Last thing I want to say is, so we've had a lot of people suggest that he come on our show over the past few years, and anybody that's ever suggested him or seems to know him or follow his stuff has called him Joe uh, Robinet, mm. and that's not, and it is Robinette. He actually has a video about that as well. So for yeah. those who don't know, like that's how you actually do pronounce his name. A lot of times, people when you're watching them on mm. TV or on YouTube, they don't always like say their name or maybe it's just spell on right. the screen. But that's how you say it. it's kind of. Thanks, thanks for clarifying that. We were all very concerned about that. So there I appreciate you go. The, that. the more you know, right there. Whew. The more you know. Okay. Weights off. All Weights right. Off. So uh, you got trivia this one, right? We got trivia, uh, and it's going to be a doozy coming up right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to up your trail game, folks. If you suffer from extreme soreness, exhaustion, or like Carl, and possibly weak shoulders, and reach out to Rowan, our good friend from Summit Strength. He'll help you get fit, strong, and resilient so that you can conquer your next great adventure. Don't rely on the random and unverified nonsense you find online. Rowan uses rock-solid evidence and years of experience to get you trail-ready for all circumstances. Uneven terrain, another long climb after a series of long climbs, your discouraging partner telling you that you can't make it. The link to your success is always in our episode description, but you can always check out all the information you need at summitstrength.com.au slash online. Once again, that's summitstrength.com.au slash online. It's time to be strong and pain-free for your next adventure. All right, we got uh, wilderness survival trivia for you today. Three questions. Okay. It relates. This is, this is rare for you. I know. Well, th- what do you mean rare for me? We got to see if you can survive. We're just going to see if you can survive. No, and it relates to the episode. A lot of times you're like, we've got random trivia. Like, literally, you titled it random trivia. I'm sorry. You know what? Let's get, you know what? You're right. Let's get car tire trivia coming up right after. Oh, wait. Okay. We already, we're already back. Okay. Number one. Uh, where would you find dry tinder in the rain, Carl? Would you find it on the inner bark of cedar trees? Under the rocks covered in, in lichen, like the little fungus thing. Uh, under moss. 
Would you find it oceans under ocean spray flower heads? Where would you find <laughs> would look, dry tinder? I'd look at any of those spots. in the rain. Dry tinders. That's like really fine stuff. The really like the thin, thin stuff. The fine stuff. The fire starter stuff. Under the rock. Under the rock. Under the rocks with lichen is incorrect. Okay. Inner bark of the trees, dude. Inner Wait, bark no, 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 of the trees. You, no, no, no. That's not what you said. You, you're not saying. You said like under the bark. Inner bark on cedar trees. Okay. Re, what does it say on, on your question? Just what I said. It says inner bark on cedar. Inner. You said inner bark. I thought you said under. We the can bark. talk about. Um, we can talk about miracle ear options after the show. I don't have time for that right now. So if you were unsure, we'll okay. just repeat the question. So that's 0 for 1. Sorry. All right. All right. Ask me again. Ask me again. Too late. Ask me the same Too question. Too late. You already missed it. Okay. Um, Sorry. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's do this one. Let's see. Number. Okay. Number number two. Are you ready? Here we go. What is the most important caloric calorie source in survival living? Is it sugar, fat, carbohydrates, or protein. What do you need the most? What's the most important one of those to survive? Oh. I'll give you a hint. You want a hint? It's. Do you need? A, do you need a hint? Yeah. Well, I know it's it's between two. I get it's down to two. Oh, so what is it down to? What are you are you gonna take my hint away if I tell you? <laughs> Probably. No. Just give me the hint. <laughs> just give me the hint. Bear. The hint is bears. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Okay, so it's it's between protein. <laughs> I'm gonna go based on what I know from the Alone Show. So it's, and okay. then we also had a guest on last year who talked about this as well. But it's between fat and protein. And there was a guy on the Alone mm-hmm. Show okay. who okay. killed a moose, and then he like stored the fat somewhere, and then he stored the just the moose. meat somewhere, right? So he had it separated, and then he like a badger or something got to the fat, so all he had was the protein left. And so he's got plenty of calories of protein, but he continued to lose weight just eating the protein. And so I think it's the fat. Huh. Correct. It All is right. The fat fat All reserves. Right. That's what the bears eat up, and they use their fat reserves in the hibernation period. Okay. We'll good eat job. the berries too. So that's why that's confusing. They'll eat the but. berries too. They'll do okay. it all. Uh, good job. One for one. Got to got to pass this last one here. Though. I know. I'm nervous. This is this is this is a big deal. Okay. All right. Here we go. Little 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 paragraph on this one. Here we go. Your friend fell out of a tree. Trying to get honey from a beehive. <laughs> Let's say it was Rocky. Okay. He fell 20 feet and was knocked unconscious for 45 seconds. Okay. Something Rocky would probably do. You know from your training that he would, he should be monitored for 24 hours. But mm-hmm. which of the following signs do not indicate a serious head injury? Is okay. it? He's done this. So no head injury. Complaints of blurred vision lasting over an hour. Does that indicate a head injury? Okay. Unus- unusual tiredness or sleepiness. Mm-hmm. A headache that increases with intensity, okay. burps that smell like sulfur, or unusual loss of balance. Which one does not? Does not. It's, it's not as straightforward as you think. I'll just Wait, say how that. many options did you give me on that one? Five options? Is that right? That's, that's, that's the way. That's oh, my the way gosh. You hassle me sometimes when I give you four options, and usually one of them is absurd. I, I got this from Wilderness College. This question is from Wilderness College. I, yeah, I know you don't make up your own questions. You have a hard time with questions. <laughs> Not true. Go ahead. Okay, it's either, the, it's either the, one of the last two. It's either the burps, but I know that people can throw up, so the burps mm. would imply that. Loss of balance. I can mm. see that being true as well, though. Okay, look, give me this. I'm, gonna, I'm down to the last two. Am I right? Is it one of the last two? I'm not going to tell you that. It's not as straightforward as you think. I'm going to go balance. Incorrect. Okay. It is burps that smell like sulfur. If your burps smell like sulfur, that means you have probably Giardia. Uh, Fun fact. Yeah, I didn't know that either. All right. Well, so if you smell like eggs, if you smell like eggs, let's get you down the down the <laughs> I will accept this trivia loss. Those are some you will have good to. questions, even though you gave me five options in the last one. Just more to choose from, my buddy. All more right. to choose from. All right. So we'll, we'll do a trivia update after the next episode. We'll, we'll, we'll have it kind of narrowed down here. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. All right, tidbits. You ready for some right. tidbits? Tidbit. A few weeks ago, we had Chris Hazard on. He was the expert on the GPS locator beacons, right? Uh, Yes. Yes. Okay. So literally the week that we released that episode, the company that licensed the name Motorola, that they they make the Motorola Defy, I think it's like Bullet or something, mm. they claimed bankruptcy that same week. Huh. 
Yeah, so we so he'd recommended that as like a you know kind of a budget option, and I was looking into getting one, and I think it still currently works. But if you're looking at, I would I would really research whether that's something you want to buy at this point. So really bad timing on our episode release on that one. It's a bummer. So yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Circling back to the Amazing Race, we put out that Amazing Race episode, and I got a comment like same day from a guy who attends the B&B Bible study named Ben from California. And he works for the Amazing Race? No. Oh. No, quite the opposite. He said, uh, if Derek Mm. doesn't want to be your teammate, I'll be your teammate, Carl. (laughs) So... There you go. You got some competition, Derek. Poppycock. I don't. I don't. I just ignore that. You don't believe that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. I think he just wants to get in there and get the action. But you know what? It's not for sale. I'm sorry. You think he wants to be on the amazing race? You don't think he cares about me as a teammate? Is what you're saying? Correct. And he's not looking. He's out. using me to get on the race. Yes. He's not looking out for your best interest, Carl. You're you probably. Know? You're probably right. Okay. I know about your shoulders. Who can heal that on the trip? <laughs> me. This guy doesn't know about your shoulders. <laughs> you're snoring. You're whining. You know. <laughs> It's a whole thing, buddy. Oh Careful gosh. what you ask for. That's right. Okay. All right. And then we got we got a review. Remember, we, we put out there, we got bribery stickers. So this is from Dr. Oh, Ned. Right. Dr. Ned, you want a yes. sticker, man? You you earned it. So send us your address, and we, we got it coming for you. Dr. Ned. Dr. Ned. I think I, I know like who this it. is because I think he's posted on Facebook a few times. He's listened to our podcast since the beginning, and he, he likes the banter. Oh, gee. He likes the Bible verse. And he says that while his opinions about backpacking are often different than theirs, they made me question and refine those opinions. This is interesting. This is like a rare feedback here, especially in regards to Nalgene's intent footprints. Well, we're we're reaching people, Carl. I'm the one that said that stuff. Don't take credit, Derek. Come on. Okay. Let's let's not be immature about it, okay? My hands are up. (laughs) Let's not be elementary about this. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Ned. It's... Dr. Ned, we haven't had a review in a really long time, so thank you. Makes us feel like people are still listening out there. Carl, Carl is feeling like 100 percent right now. So, <sighs> I feel Ned, great now. Well I feel great. Somebody told me they want to be that my, you know, my racing buddy, the amazing like race, your race it's, partner. It's like a fake invite, but whatever. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. So, and you got less people to use footprints and algae. Good job. Thank you. That's all I got, my friend. That's all I got. Guys, hope you enjoyed the interview and with Mr. Robinette, and we will hopefully get a prep run for you or some other crazy episode coming up. Check out the social media handles at backpackingblisterspodcast.com. And if you want to see Carl filter his own water with his <laughs> greasy hat and some sand, let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time. We were out. Uh, I was filtering water. I got my water. I drank it. it tasted fabulous. Carl's like, I don't need, I don't need water. I got my water already. So he starts drinking the water, and then like an hour down the trail, he's just like, I got my mouth is just really dry. Ugh. and he starts. I'm like, just swallow your spit. He's like, nah. And I just noticed, like every time he just started swallowing his spit, I'd walk by him, and it was that Giardia smell. Spit only. Not even out of the river. Spit only. Ugh.